This is the theme song to my podcast. I stole this song off the internet because I needed a theme song for my podcast. Please don't sue me. Please don't sue me. What up, though? My name is Zach Gadzooks, if you're nasty. This is the seventh episode of On the Way Down, being recorded Saturday, June 9th at 7.30 in the morning. It's a late one today, guys. 7.30 in the morning. If it's a little loud in the background, I apologize um, to myself, not to you. I apologize to myself for letting my life get this out of hand. Um, The noise you may or may not be hearing is my son and his friends playing video games in, uh, I mean, you know, just because this isn't, this isn't really my house. I just pay for the shit. When you're an adult, you don't really own anything. You pay for things, but really, they don't belong to you. You like how I'm just projecting my shit onto you as if your life is the same as my life? No. Um, what I'm saying is you know, d- don't have kids. Don't have a family. Um, if you have higher aspirations, if you, you know, want to start a podcast, if you want to be a musician... You can do that, just not with kids. Um, no, I'm uh, I'm I'm completely serious. Anyway, um, full disclosure: this is the second time I've attempted this episode. The first time was yesterday in the morning, um, normal time, like five thirty or something. And it's as if the universe was like trying to stop me from recording it. I don't really believe that shit. I'm just saying it because it sounds way cooler than whatever the truth is. So yesterday I was at the gym in the morning and I normally try not to look at my phone um, in terms of social media. I try not to look at that until... Until later in the day. Not much later, but I don't want that to be the first thing I look at. Just because it kind of sets the tone for my day. Case in point, yesterday. So I'm at the gym, and for whatever reason, I pull out my phone. And I check Instagram. And the first thing I saw was one of my favorite photographers. Uh, His name is Mark Mann. He's from Scotland. He is my... My biggest inspiration in terms of portrait photography, um, a lot of my best portraits were ones that I kind of jocked his style and then, you know, threw layers on top of it to kind of make it my own. I mean, I, I steal from the motherfuckers what I'm getting at. As soon as he does something dope, I'm like, wow, that's great. That's going to look great on my Instagram. And then, you know, and then I make it happen. And then people praise me for it. So I saw his post, and it was a picture of Anthony Bourdain that he had taken, and I just auto-liked it because, I mean, I love his photography, I love Anthony Bourdain, and I didn't think anything of it. So I keep scrolling, and then something tells me, I wonder what he said. So I scroll back up, and I see R.I.P. Anthony Bourdain. And it took me a minute to like to really process that. I was like, "Wait, what the fuck? This is a joke." And so I Google it, and you know, you know how it goes. And so yeah, Anthony Bourdain's dead. And when I saw the R.I.P., I was immediately saddened. And I don't, I wouldn't say that shit 
if uh, if it wasn't accurate. But at that point, I I didn't I still didn't know how he died. So I was definitely bummed, and like almost like more than bummed. I really fucking I fuck with Andy, Anthony Bourdain a great deal. Um, I have for a long time. Anyone who, I mean, even if you if you listen to this podcast, you know that a motherfucker travels a little bit, and I write a little bit. I have aspirations just to kind of grow into an old bad motherfucker with tattoos and 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 travel experiences and books I've written. Basically, the only thing he is that I don't aspire to be is a chef. So I was definitely bummed when I saw that he had died. But when I found out it was a suicide, I was honestly devastated. And I I realized the internet is completely filled with people saying how devastated they are. And I'm not downplaying them are saying they're full of shit. I'm just saying that I'm not one of those people. I I would never exaggerate how sad I am. If anything, I I tend to go the opposite way and and blow things off. I either don't want to appear vulnerable or I don't want I, I even don't want myself to realize how fucking bummed out I am about it. So I kind of hide it from myself and from everyone else. And that's kind of been the protocol. So I I quickly read an article. I think it was, I think it was on CNN. And it had only like been released a few hours prior. I had just got to the gym. I think I had like maybe done one exercise or something. And I fucking crashed it kind of crippled me and i'm almost i don't know it was it was humbling because i'm reading it and i couldn't do anything so i'm sitting there and i try to continue my my little workout or whatever and i find myself fucking spiraling and so much so that there's like tears in my eyes and shit and, you know, I'm sweating, so the sweat's mixing with tears. And I'm like, oh, this is this is some bullshit. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not about to be the guy in the gym crying, lifting weights and shit. And so I just leave. I come home, and this is where, I guess, the universe steps in. So I'm like, I, I guess I'm just going to record how I feel. I'm going to. I'm on a podcast right now. So I get in, I make myself a cup of coffee and I sit down at my desk where I am right now. And I realize, Oh fuck. I don't have my SD cards. My SD card is at my office because you know, I record here and then I generally take it to the office and upload it and all there from there. Cause I spend more time there than I do here. Um, so I'm like, fuck, really? Every SD card I have is over there. I have this little case that, you know, protects the the cards and your hard drives and whatever. So the cool thing is they're always protected. The shitty part is they're always all together. So if where one is, the rest are. So I not not only did I not have the SD card I use, but I had every other SD I, I didn't have any. 
SD cards. So I'm like, God damn it. And then I remembered I have an older DSLR camera. So I went and picked that one up and, uh, that one didn't have the card in it either. And mind you, this is still 5.45 in the morning. My family's asleep. So I'm, I'm going in my room. I'm digging through my drawers. I'm, uh, and I find a, a, um, a micro micro mini, whatever the really, really small ones. And then I find an adapter in the other drawer. I'm like, hell yeah, we'll rock with this one. So I go and I put it in and it won't record because it's locked. It says SD card is locked. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? So again, if you haven't put it together, I have all, I have all this cool, expensive high tech shit that I, I don't really know how to use. I, I Google my way through all this shit. So I sit there and Google it. SD card is saying locked, right? So apparently there's a little button on the side of it. So I pull it out and I click the little button and we're, and we're up and running. So I start recording and I, I give like a forewarning in the beginning that it's going to be a rough one and that anyone who by some weird twist of the universe looks to me for inspiration, uh, this might not be the one to tune into. And you know, I started getting emotional at that point. It's all brand new information and I'm still trying to kind of navigate my brain and how I feel about it. I'm I'm still trying to do that right now. Um, but this was 20 minutes in. And so it's not really going well. It's just me being emo as fuck and not really in a constructive, productive way. It's just me kind of going off and then I hear it gets quiet in my headphones and I look and my fucking recorder dies. And I'm like, oh, fuck, that's right. I've been using batteries because I took it. I usually plug it in. So I'd been using the batteries. The batteries died. I'm like, God damn it. So I'm, I'm looking around and I find the adapter or not the adapter. The I find the motherfucking cord. And I plug the cord in. And I plug it into the wall and nothing's happening, right? So I'm like, you know, it's a cord that goes into a square. You know the process. I'm like, fuck, something's fuck. It's either the cord or the square or the socket. It could be any of those three. And, you know, it's it's not even 6 o'clock in the morning. I'm all sad and shit. I'm trying to be quiet. And I, 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 so I just took the L. You know, I was bummed out enough that I was like, you know, fuck everything. So I just stopped. And I went and showered and went about my day. And my wife could tell something was wrong. I'm absolutely not the kind of person who likes sympathy. Um, I like attention. I don't like shitty attention. That's something I've I've tried to instill in my son. I understand wanting attention. And I don't even necessarily think that's a bad thing. But don't don't seek sympathy. If you want attention, be dope at something. Seek praise. Don't seek sympathy. That's whack. That's what, that's what whack people do. Like we all, I come from, I'm not going to say all that. Um, I know a lot of people. <laughs> I know a lot of people. Um, some I'm related to, some I'm not related to, but it seems like the most interesting thing about them is the long list of things that are wrong with them. Their mental issues, their back is fucked up. They're, you know, they're, they have 
all kind of problems they need to go to the doctor for all the medication they're on whatever and and it's like no matter no matter what every time you see them something's something's the matter there's a goddamn neck brace involved their motherfuckers are on crutches and i'm not saying they're not struggling with that i'm just saying it looks an awful lot to me like they're going out of their way. They're like fishing for questions like, Oh, what's wrong with your neck? Oh, well, let me tell you. Right. And I, I'm not one of those people. Again, I tend to gravitate toward the tuck it all the way, push it down and don't talk about it. But so my wife notices that I'm, you know, more distant than normal. And I'm just kind of floating through everything. And she asked me what's wrong. And, you know, I just, you know, I'm cool. I'm cool. The, Typical, typical shit. And so I, I finally end up telling her that, well, Anthony Bourdain killed himself and, uh, it kind of fucked me up more than, more than I would have expected. And, you know, she was, oh, I'm sorry. That's, that's awful. You know? So I went through my entire day extremely depressed. I kept leaving my office to go sit in my car. Not to cry. I, I didn't I didn't cry all day. Yeah, spoiler alert. Uh I cry and shit. I'm a real motherfucker, but I cry. Everyone cries. I, I cry occasionally, but guess what? I'll fuck you up. I'll smack you in the motherfucking face. No, I won't. But no, I was so I wasn't like crying. It was like it was almost too real to cry. I feel like in most cases you cry, most of the time when you cry, you know why you're crying. Yesterday I was just kind of sitting there, just kind of shocked. And it it affected my entire day. And here's the thing. This isn't about Anthony Bourdain dying. I mean, I fucked with Anthony Bourdain a great deal, but I ain't know him. I I didn't know him personally. I never met him. I had always planned to. I'm that dude. Like I I just know that I'm gonna meet certain people. I know that we're gonna be friends. Um, even like way before they do. I just I I believe that. I it's not even a belief. It's just like I know. Um, I have a list of dream guests to be on this podcast, and he was toward the top, and that wasn't the problem either that that's not why I was upset about it. The thing is this whole positive Zach thing is a very new thing. Um, my it's, it's a very real thing. I feel like it's real. It's not a phase I'm going through. Um, a lot of my friends and my wife, they've noticed a change and they've been very vocal about that in a positive way one of my best friends in the world who is entirely more fucked up than I am. He kind of brought it to my attention the other night. We went to low end theory and, um, you know, he more or less said that he notices a big change in me and my outlook and my output. And he more or less said he was proud of me and, you know, encouraged me to keep going he has his own list of shit. You know, he's in NA currently, which is Narcotics Anonymous. 
which 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 sounds like a great place personally because I, I love taking anonymous narcotics. Sorry, I had to. So yeah, so he was he he uh, he told me he could see a difference. But again, this is still this is still very new. I feel like a junkie who is you know 5 months sober and that's great. We're definitely heading in the right direction, but it's only been 5 months. Let a motherfucker smoke some crack in front of me and I might buckle. I might I might fold right there. And so yesterday I buckled because here's some honesty for you. And I've only said this out loud to one person in my life and I'm married to them. Um, don't tell my wife, but, um, I've wanted to kill myself for about two years now. Um, not currently, but again, things are going really well at the moment. I've been, I've been surrounded by suicidal people my entire life. Um, I'm not going to air out people's business, but if you know me personally, like if like really personally, um, if you if you grew up with me, if we went to school together, if you're a family member or whatever, then you know, you know some of the people I'm related to um, that either have or have tried to kill themselves, and you know it's just kind of always been a, a thing in my life, and I've never been that. I always kind of wanted to hurt other people and never myself, and I never really considered myself a depressed person. But it's one of those things, as soon as, you know, this was a handful of years ago now, like not that long, like maybe two, three years ago, as soon as I kind of looked inside and acknowledged the fact that, wow, I think I'm depressed, that kind of opened the door and then I got really depressed. I was like depressed that I was depressed because I don't get depressed. I'm a bad motherfucker, you know, like I, I, I exercise, I travel the world, I have crazy experiences that I, I can't talk about, <laughs> but they're all good. I mean, a lot of them are bad, but they were all great. And you know what the fuck I got to be depressed about? I got money. I got a cool family. I got really cool friends. I got everything. So yeah, I don't know. I, I, I went into that rant as if there's uh, there's a moral or there's something to be said at the end and, and I, I got nothing because I'm still working on it. I'm still kind of navigating this thing. So I, 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 I it's it's going relatively well. But um, again, when you're like a recovering addict, I don't know, you're just always vulnerable to relapse. That's why a lot of recovering addicts, they don't hang around other addicts. Because, I mean, it's almost necessary to take yourself out of the environment. And so I've not wanted to kill myself for several months now. And it's been great. It's kind of been the greatest couple months of my life. And then someone I really look up to and someone that I, if I could be so bold, I I, I want to be like. I kind of aspire to be like. They kill themselves. And it's... When someone you love kills themselves, it sucks. It's a bummer. I've experienced that more than a few times, and it's it's sad. It's awful. When someone you envy kills themselves, it's fucking devastating. Because what does that say about you? 
I'm making this entirely about myself. Just, just so it's said, I do realize that. Um, I'm obviously, I'm an empathetic person. I'm, I'm sad for Anthony Bourdain and for his daughter and his wife and all his actual friends, people who actually knew him like that should go without saying like, yeah, but I don't know him. And so therefore I wouldn't have been devastated by it. It definitely sucks, but I wouldn't have been devastated. The devastation comes into play because I, again, I don't know what that says for me. Um, and see, this is why I, I'm not entirely sure I should be recording this because I mean, it's real and I pride myself on just being super real with people, but I'm not sure how much good this is going to do. If any, I didn't set out to change anyone's lives and I don't think I am. I don't necessarily think I will. But I damn sure didn't set out to make people sad and make people more depressed than they are. Um, this shit fucked me up. And I'm a lot better today than I was yesterday. But I still don't have a... I still don't have answers. I'm writing something um, called... I know I keep talking about all these things I'm writing. All of which you have yet to see. And that's okay. I'm okay with that. I'm... um. Yeah, I'm taking my time with it, but I promise you it's all fire. If I can, can I say that? Like I'm kind of good at this writing thing. See now, see we go, that's, that's probably a, a sign of how fucked up I am in my head. Just permanently. I go from depressing bottom of the barrel shit to like, I, you know, I'm, uh, but I'm kind of a God. I'm kind of a God. No. Um, I know I'm good at writing. I enjoy writing and a lot of people like reading what I write. And so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing that more. But without an agenda, without like, okay, I got to put this out this often. Like, fuck all that. I'm, I'm not doing it. And relieving that pressure is a big factor in also relieving the depression I felt. And then your heroes kill themselves and you wonder, what the fuck does any of it matter at all? The writing, the, the anything. But I'm writing something called When Famous People Kill Themselves. And I kind of break down much more eloquently uh what i'm talking about here the point being you know when like i just said when people you love kill themselves you get sad when people you envy kill themselves you're lost my wife texted me yesterday and she's good at that we're both good at that when we know the other one is upset about something where we don't bombard them with questions or unneeded attention but we just maybe like drop them a little text and so she dropped me a text. It was a little quote or whatever. And normally that would help or I'd at least appreciate it. But yesterday it was actually annoying. <laughs> she means well. Um, she always means well. And it's entirely my shit. Um, I wasn't annoyed by it, but I was just like, God, I don't need that shit right now. Like, I mean, I do need that shit right now, but I, it, it, it's, I'm a wall. You're, th you're throwing hearts at a, at a brick wall. The shit's not, it's not penetrating. And so, hell, I'll read you what I wrote to her. I'm a lot better on paper. I'm, uh, it takes me a while to kind of compose my thoughts on paper, but when I do, I feel like that's my best way. That's my best means of communication. 
Um, I'm not sure exactly why that is, but I I, I wish I was as profound <laughs> vocally as I am literarily. I wish I could talk as well as I could write. That's what I'm saying. But uh, yeah, I can't. But at least I could write. Um, so she sends me this thing. I won't send you. I won't read you that. But I'm like, I'm all fucked up today. Someone who had the same problems I have, but managed to achieve the exact life I want, just killed himself. So I can't find one good reason to work on anything. I'm sitting. I'm sitting here rotting away in hell every day, listening to people complain about their gardeners, and I'm terrified that this will be my life for another week, let alone forever, but I'm also terrified that I'll never be in a place where I don't want to die, even if I achieve the life I think I want. I don't need encouragement, I'm just saying how I feel. And that's how I feel. It was a lot stronger yesterday, and it's somewhat subsided, but not because I feel any differently, but because... I've had time. Like they say, time heals all wounds. Yeah, but uh, not really. I think time time doesn't heal wounds. Time allows you to divert your attention to some other shit. It's like today someone's dead. Tomorrow they're still dead, but I mean, walking dead's on. So that's where I'm at, guys. I don't need anyone to worry about me. Um, I Honestly, like worry about yourself. If If you are in fact someone who kind of feels what I'm saying. I, I feel like, I mean, my audience, do I have an audience? That's weird to say. Um, just because I, I feel that's that in, imposter syndrome. Like I don't have an audience. The fuck? Why, 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 why would I have an audience? And people read what I write and listen to what I record and whatever, but like an audience, that sounds so official. But if I have an audience, I'm going to go out on a limb and assume at least some of these motherfuckers are, 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 are broken people. And I know that because I'm surrounded by broken people. And I have been for a long time. A lot of them I'm related to and I can't really not know. I mean, I suppose I could, but I don't, I don't want to not know them. It's just a bunch of broken people in the room don't fix nothing. <laughs> but just by virtue of being an artist and hanging out with artists and funny people you know, writers, comedians, musicians, that makes up a hefty percentage of my social circle. And these people aren't known for being the most stable of creatures. But that's why they're interesting. That's why they're funny. That's why they're relatable. And when shit like this happens, you can always kind of tell the art fucks from the quote-unquote normal people. Even the normal people who think they're art fucks. And that's okay. I don't. I don't mean that in a mean way at all. But I. I. I envy you. I. I wish. Yeah. I almost said I wish I could be normal. That sounds so stupid. So I didn't say it. I just said I was gonna say it. But yeah, when something like this happens, you could tell the true art fucks because we're there. Everyone else is like Anthony Bourdain killed himself. What in the world? And and the rest of us, the <laughs> the art fucks, were like, oh yeah, saw that one coming. And that's, you know, I realize that kind of contradicts what I've been saying, but I guess that's one of the biggest reasons it sucks so much for me and people like me is because we saw the signs just because we relate to him so much and people like him, but there's still that denial factor. Um, like no matter how many examples were given that proved otherwise, there's still that little thing in us that wants to believe that all it takes is money 
and fame and success and acknowledgement and praise and uh, maybe a boat or two. All it takes is that. And then we won't want to kill ourselves. And according to reality, shit ain't true. But something in us says, well, I mean, that's those people. If I got successful, if I got famous, if I made a billion dollars, I mean, that would totally cure me. That's all I need. It wasn't enough for them. It'll be enough for me. And that logical side of you is like, no, because you notice how everything in your brain that makes you want to kill yourself has nothing to do with how much money you have. If you really look in there, if you really, really look in there and and start moving shit around, you realize your bank account has very little to do with how miserable you are. On the flip, you get those people that are like, see, money means nothing. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. My dad always said, people who say money can't buy happiness always had it. Don't say money's not important, okay? Just stop. Stop saying that. Because money is important. Because if you don't have money, you're not going to have a place to live. And not having a place to live, that's depressing as fuck. If you go live with someone else, you'll be happy because you're living somewhere. But chances are, they're going to be depressed as fuck because they got you living in their house. I've been on both ends of that, and they both suck. So don't say stupid shit like success isn't the answer, money isn't the answer, right? You're full of shit is what you are. Respectfully, all right? I get that you're just trying to figure shit out like the rest of us. But the fact that you're convinced that you have the answer, like, oh, also, like, what an original thought. Congratulations. You're fucking blowing minds left and right. You should write a book. You should, you should write a book. I don't think there's been any books written about the fact that m- having money and wealth and riches doesn't buy happiness. That's a, that's a brand new concept, and no one has ever said that before. Also, I'm an asshole. You like how I said respectfully and then just roast people? But you, I, you feel me. I hope you feel me. And I wish I had uh, something to kind of cap this off, but I don't. If you listen to all seven episodes, you're probably well aware of the way I operate. I just turn the mic on and I ramble. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad, but it's all real. So yeah, I I wish I had a kind of a closing point or a closing statement, but I don't. Um, Anthony Bourdain killed himself. Cool people kill themselves all the time. And so I guess that should make you at least question not why you want to be like them, but what you hope to achieve in being like them. Because having money only achieves not being broke. Being famous only achieves not being not famous. Those are great things. I mean, I've never been famous. I've never had a lot of money. But the little bit of both that I have, I fuck with it. And I I don't need to be a goddamn rocket scientist to realize that having way more money... That'd be kind of dope. The problem on both sides is some people think money will fix everything and others think money fixes nothing. Like, well, no, money fixes not having money. There's no cure-all. There's no, there's not one thing. I get, I suppose that's, that's the problem. We're told on one side that, I mean, does anyone say that? (laughs) For as big as a a misconception as this is, no one has yet to, to actually come out and say, Hey, by the way, having a lot of money, it fixes everything. I've never heard that before. I could be wrong, but there's a ton of people that say money fixes nothing. And those people are full of shit. 
because money fixes not having money. And if you've never had money and you've actually had to live on your own, I love, I love the people who say money fixes nothing and they live at home with their parents. You're full of shit and you should not open your mouth until you grow up. Because when you don't have money, you can go to sleep in your mom's house and eat your mom's food and all that. But guess what? What if your mom didn't have money? Then what? I bet you'd change your opinion. I bet you'd start looking for money or at least start looking for someone else who has money that you can live with and kind of leech off of. Do your thing, baby. I'm not... Whatever you got to do. But don't say money's not important. Money makes this motherfucking world go around, but it only cures not having money. All that other shit in there, all the brain things, again, according to reality, money don't cure all that. So get your money, but maybe spend some of that money on a psychiatrist. (laughs) So I guess that's... I don't know. This is a weird one. This is a weird one. And I'm not going to apologize. This is just how I feel. I've been talking to people about being guests. Um, (laughs) That's another thing. My friend, uh, my fucked up friend who gave me words of encouragement. That's another thing he said. Hey, I I listen to your podcast. It's really good. You're really good at it. Yeah, you should get guests. I'm like, yeah, no, I am. I'm I'm planning on it. He's like, no, like you you should get guests immediately. Because... I can listen to you because you're my friend and I fuck with you, but I don't assume many people will keep listening to you if you just turn on the mic and ramble for an hour. You're going to need to get some substance. Like, you know, that's a... I I disagree. Go fuck yourself. No, I entirely agree. Um, That is the plan. It's not just a plan. Like, it's a a goal, but it's it's an actual plan. Like, it's happening. I'm talking to people where... uh, we're working out scheduling and all that. Like I've said before, when I started this podcast shit, I told myself that I stress about way too much already. I'm not going to stress about this. So if you are tired of hearing me by myself, I, I don't I don't blame you. You're absolutely free to not listen at all. But you're also free to not listen until I have a guest. That's fine, too. But, you know, if, if you are listening, I I appreciate it. If you're getting something out of this, I'm glad. You might not get something. You might not get anything out of this episode. I mean, really, on this episode, I was going to talk about, you know, I was just in Seattle with my family. I was in New York with my wife. I was, I, I've been doing a lot of shit. Um, but now it kind of seems weird to talk about that now. So we'll just go ahead and make this one the Anthony Bourdain killed himself episode, and all of all that that implies for the rest of us. And hopefully no one else dies between now and the next time I record because I'd really like to talk about the shit I did in New York and and, in Seattle and just in life. But I'm not going to be like, yeah, Anthony Bourdain killed himself. And uh, a lot of people I know want to kill themselves. I occasionally want to kill myself. But uh, hey, the space needle was tight. Especially because it wasn't. Fuck the space needle. See, I'm okay. We're not gonna get into it. We'll save that for the next one. Can you hear these motherfuckers behind me? I say behind me. I'm in my little office slash recording studio slash library, and the wall on the other side of the wall is the living room. Not my living room. Their living room. Clearly, I mean, I pay a lot of money for that living room and everything in it. You know, the couch, the TV, the Xbox, everything. But uh, none of that shit belonged to me. All I got in this life is this microphone and my audience. And I would say that's enough, but uh, it ain't. 
This has been the seventh episode of On the Way Down. I got to go right now because I have a photo shoot. That's also what I want to talk about. I got, I'm getting a lot of photo work, but I got some friends coming over right now. Um, shout out Beast Tree. Shout out Kid Presentable. We're about to take some photos for a project they're releasing. I'm honestly, I don't even know what the fuck this is for. They just hit me up like, "Yo, if we drive to you, will you take pictures of us?" I'm like, "I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool." And goddamn, we adults, man. What is it? It's eight twenty-two. Like, what rappers you know have photo shoots at eight twenty-two in the morning? And then even like some golden hour shit, where like we need the the light a certain way. Like we're doing the inside with backdrops and shit. It's just that we're adults and we got other shit going on in life. So we squeeze shit in where we can. I squeeze in podcasts. They squeeze in, you know, rapper things, and we make it happen. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for just following my life and my activity and everything I have going on. Thank you for words of encouragement. And, you know, fuck, take care of yourself, um, whatever that entails. If you're broke, get money. If you're sad, fix it. Try to fix it. You know, if you're addicted to things, try not to be. If you got a drug problem, try not to do drugs. If you drink too much, try to drink less. That's really all it comes down to. I, uh, I don't want to oversimplify, but that's the goal. If you're doing something that's bad for you, try not to. If you need to do something that's better for you, try to. That's uh, that's really all it comes down to. Um, I'm still trying. I'm working on it. And, uh, you know, hopefully you are too. So, again, thank you for listening. Follow me on socials, at Gadzooks everywhere, G-V-D-Z-O-O-K-S, Fort TV on YouTube, youtube.com slash Fort TV, F-O-R-T-T-V, um, subscribe, share, like, throw a party, whatever you got to do. Um, I would appreciate it. Subscribe on iTunes, comment, leave feedback. I don't know. Do what you do. Do what you do, baby. I, I, I appreciate it. I'm Gadzooks. This is On The Way Down, Episode 7. Uh, I still don't have a fucking thing. You know what? Maybe we'll do that. Right. <laughs> You just witnessed that in real time. I was about to say, DM me or tweet me or whatever, something I should say at the end. But then, like, in the middle of that thought, I realized, oh, yeah, that's right. I don't take advice from people. So so don't do that. But uh, all right, I'm just going to go. Have a good day. Have a good life. Um, have a cheeseburger. They're really good. Have an orgasm. Those are good, too. Depending. I've gotten in trouble with those. All right. Bye.